I don't even know what I turned on, but I'm I just said fuck it, turn it off. You just have fucking malware on your just computer, don't, bro. Just don't go any other website right now as it's off. No, I mean I don't ever. I mean now with the you know I have my work computer, I don't necessarily use this thing for anything. He uses his work other computer for, for porn this. now. Yeah, man, I don't use my iPhone for porn. I use my Android for. That. <laughs> mm, there you go. I don't need I, I don't need Apple to to give me recommendations. I give the recommendations. So last time, how many times did we relive Groundhog Day trying to start this episode? Wasn't it like I want to say? Yeah, like I was seven. Six. I thought I remember six between six yeah, and eight. So, oh man, what a wonderful day! What a wonderful day to remember. I'm glad we're reliving it that all over wonderful. again. Again. Uh, for the listeners, I don't know if y'all know, or we're going to probably keep the illusion. Uh, this isn't <laughs> yes. the first time we're recording no. this episode. Yeah, and you can so. kind of see the look on Zach's face. Like, he doesn't really want to go down this road again for whatever reason. <clears throat> so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, last last time wasn't super. Pleasant. No, it wasn't. But, uh, yeah. you know, we're going to give it another go. Listeners, fans. I can see Zach's balls. Random strangers that are joining the podcast. Look at it's, it. It's it's a cowlick, bro. Bro, it's not a cowlick. That's a It cow is, bro. Ball, I'm not bro. bald like mm. you, dude. <laughs> like me. Yeah. Or me, for sure. <laughs> you say it like you say it like you're not bald, Josh. That's funny. I'm I mean my hair's thinning. thinning. That's yeah. It's that's thinning. bald. But bro, all you have to do is comb it to one side. Like just part it down that. the part, part it down the middle. Let's the see middle. how it looks. Yeah, let's see. Let's see what your middle part looks like. No, seeing as you're insinuating that, that means you've tried that yourself and you know it's bad. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not good. <laughs> so, what have you been up to, Zacharias? Today, this weekend, Friday, went and met a friend. You know, it's was, it was a good time. Um, caught up, and then yesterday experimented with some different media stuff with another friend and uh, yeah it was, it was it was nice you, ate some junk food you said you experimented with some friends here i am pretty much what do you say meat digging in each digging in each other's ass oh that's that beyond meat you were saying that you told me about bro that's what i call my dick maybe to beyond me um no laugh just, fuck y'all dude we just uh messed around with like some uh some different like uh media oh, stuff. Oh media. Oh you were in yeah. the Beats Lab? Pretty much. Damn, bro. What's up with low energy Zach today? Yeah, it's well, my tea, bro. My tea is my gone. Beyond me dick joke. <laughs> I'm sorry, Josh. I'm just I'm just you know, I don't want I don't want uh Zach to be, you know, too tired like Josh did when we did the best episode and then we're Yeah, yeah dude. I'm I'm still reeling from that episode with Josh, like, because I didn't want to drink that episode. Well, no, because we kept it's thinking you were just joint one yeah, of us, we, dude. There were different levels of sobriety that day, um, and two thirds of us probably went way past the limit. Um, but I was I didn't fine, even dude. Like I was, I was totally. Dude. I, I think was, that was probably why I was tired. I, I mean, air, air mattresses are terrible. Yeah, I've never. I mean, air mattresses just do the job somewhat. Maybe not even really. Like you know, it gives you that false sense of illusion that oh yeah, I'm not sleeping on the floor, but you are. Hell, but you Sometimes are. You're sleeping, sleeping on air, which is worse than a hard floor because it's like, hey. I, what am I, a fucking magician, dude? How am I floating here? I mean, 
to an extent, sleeping on the floor kind of like helps your back a little bit. And then after a while, you're like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm dying right now. A while back when I went down, my dad got in the hospital. So like he has a blow up mattress on his like like kind of medical bed, you know, the legs and stuff raised. I didn't know you're supposed to run it while you're sleeping. And it was just deflating. And I was basically oh. sleeping on the bar of the, of the Junior bed frame. Was like, <laughs> Junior's just like, dude, is this deflating so yeah. fast because of me? <laughs> I was like, oh, this for two nights, I could have been having that thing run the whole time and being more firm than just me sinking to the, to the metal frame, basically. But, you know, you live, you learn, you, you move Damn, on. Zach. Yeah, man, dude, he is... <clears throat> His Zach's eyes look black. Tired. He had his arms crossed yeah. earlier. Did like, you just, he clearly does not want to be Did you just wake here. up? I'm tired, bro. Did you just... No, I've been up for a few hours. Maybe I'm getting sick. I don't know. Because you met some people the last couple of days? Knocks down my immune system, probably, He's probably worrying, worrying himself Jeez. to death. Death. Sorry, death. <laughs> <laughs> just worrying. I need to go to the doctor. My heart's pounding a little bit more than usual. It's like nothing dangerous. It's going to be a real sad day whenever I die. And y'all are like, well, we would have taken him to the hospital if he wasn't the boy who cried wolf. Let me just say that it won't be a sad day for me when Zach dies, because I'll probably already be dead. So um, it, it might be a joyous day. He'll come join it's me true. in hell or wherever we're at, the limbo, the, the ether. I will write a, a whole thing about how leading up a whole story leading up about Zach of how he took my PlayStation and now I got it back finally. It, it's not yours anymore. Possession. Is what? <laughs> how did Nine I forfeit of the law, ownership bro? whenever I gave no consent to mm. do so? How can you prove it's yours? Can you prove it's <laughs> yours? Well, not anymore. Cause you took it. it then exactly. It's not yours. <laughs> you got that's not how you this have works. That you is how it works. Receipts, like you have to, the burden of proof is on yeah, you, bro. Provide receipts. The burden of proof I is on you. I think that was what was said in the provide in the best episode. If you had the receipts, he'll give it to you. So um, we have that exactly. on record. And then just got to find some receipts. Now, if you want to come to an arrangement, we can come to an hmm. arrangement. Yeah, I'll give you my total aisle Pokemon card from like the 1998 or something. Okay. <laughs> That cost like three dollars, not even probably fifty cents. True. Well, you know, uh, I guess it's nice that we're reliving this same. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a rehashing. And so it's on. It's on. Um, it's on brand. Yeah, for sure. It's, I guess it's episode. canon. Could we say it's canon at this point? Yeah, it's definitely you know. canon. And so, this last weekend, we've had a lot of. Uh, lot more traction than we have yeah before. you know so thank you to you know getting close to that tipping yeah, thanks point to you know? everyone who's uh t- get, getting tipped right now wait getting tipped groundhog day bill murray andy mcdowell and you know when i picked this movie i would say that i almost went with something about mary and then i realized that it has the two actors from something about mary the Ben Steeler's best friend from high school and then uh, old uh, Wookiee, who you find out who's Wookiee and something about Mary. So, you know, he's the cameraman. So I, I was like, oh, I guess I kind of, maybe I like those two actors. Maybe that's what it's about. Back in the golden age of uh, rom-coms and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, for sure. So what are your thoughts, Josh? Groundhog Day. What do you, what do you like about it? What do you, what do you think? I mean, it's an instant classic, you know? It always just puts me into the, and if I were, you know, Phil, uh, 
forget his Connors. name. Connors. Phil Connors? But, you know, the main character. Phil. Phil Connors? <laughs> yeah. Ned Ryerson. <laughs> Bing. Bing. Yeah. <laughs> Bing. Yeah. But yeah, and I always put my myself inside his shoes just because, like, what would you do, you know? And and most of us would do a lot of things. Like, he tried, like, killing a lot of people, killing himself, learning an instrument, you know, like, saving people, learning all their things. And I think I mentioned on the past recording this this uh, movie. Uh, no, no, no. I would say the first instance of a Groundhog Day thing that I experienced was... Uh, was Majora's Mask, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, but instead you had three days, 72 hours to do everything you need to do and then you would play the Song of Time and then you would go back to the beginning but everything was the same. So it wasn't necessarily different in like, oh this this doesn't happen, this this doesn't happen everything's going to happen unless it's like, um, I guess you can say a uh, crisis point what do they call it in uh, in the Marvel movies where it was like, it's a point and they have to fix that point where, and, and the Loki show. Uh, oh, a nexus, a nexus point. What it's called, a nexus point. Yeah, so like I guess a main point, the nexus point, quote unquote. But yeah, like I say that that also was my first instance in uh, Groundhog Day, and and then watching Groundhog Day because I played this first. It's just like gives me so many memories of playing McJor's Mask and. Just, just being able to relive one of those things is kind of nightmarish, but it's also like, I don't know, kind of peaceful because you have all the time in the world to learn so many things. Yeah, so, yeah, I agree. Like, the fact that it would be interesting to see what I would do at that time. Um, you know, but it, it is interesting when you see the first two, like the first two or three revolutions with Phil. Like, you know, the first day, it seems like he's, you know, he has an edge to him at the beginning of the movie, right? Like, he's trying to get out of what he's doing. Yeah. He's, you know, a dick a lot of times in what he says. At the same time, at the same time, I can relate to his dickishness because, like, I do feel sometimes, like, people ask stupid questions and, like, why are you bothering me with this question? But I can't, you know, necessarily <laughs> be a dick like that and because, you know, life isn't a movie. But the next day when he goes through it, he's a little nicer, <clears throat> to like a lot of different people and you just realize, okay, all it took was one day of like something different. And it's like, well, you know, he wasn't as dickish, a little confused, but then by the third day, he kind of feels trapped, which I think was the whole premise of like why he wanted to leave the new station and go on. Like he felt like he lived the same day over and over again and it didn't matter. And, you know, he's saying that to us, to Gus and Ralph, the like, feel, feel, feel like the, the groundhog when they in the bar they're in the bar at the bowling alley and he like says that and the one guy i think it was ralph he goes you basically summed up my life like you know what if you had to live the same day over and over <laughs> again but um you know i think what would you do if it was you can only live one hour over and over again Oof. isn't that a movie already or yeah it was show? uh they actually, I think, tried to sue the makers of Groundhog Day because they said that they ripped off the idea. It's like a short film with uh, the actor that plays Red on that 70s show, Kurtwood Smith, and he basically oh. just lives the same hour over and over and over again. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I think I also mentioned that they made another video game that I think it was called like 12 or 11 Minutes, and you're constantly reliving the last 11 or 12 minutes. And I haven't played it necessarily. I've only watched uh, some friends play it. But 
it's the same premise, you know, but 12 minutes. Could you imagine just repeating the last 12 minutes over and over again? Like, and then, yeah, like you, to your point, the, the, the hour, but I mean, that's still a little time. Like, fuck, what do you do within an hour? You know, he's like, I got to take a shit. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, I got to take another shit because this hour is going to repeat over and over again, you know, but you know yeah, what I mean? Let's it's hope just, that it's not really at an much. hour like, yeah, that you have to like literally take a, you know, massive dump right at the top of the hour because then it's like, that's it's like, 15 minutes. <laughs> top of the hour, buying diapers, buying diapers, shitting in my pants, <laughs> doing whatever I want, repeat. Well, I guess that's a good question. <laughs> Would you just pull your pants down and drop the, 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 you know, the dump right wherever you are to save time? <laughs> Why you only not? have an hour. <laughs> I mean, as long as I'm not going to get stopped, right. you know? So Zach, would you say that uh, Groundhog Day spoilers to anyone that's a Stephen King fan reading the the Dark Tower series? But I mean, that's just basically the Dark Tower series, just in a longer like Dark Tower is a longer Groundhog Day. No, it's a lot like the Dark Tower at the end, except uh, that guy had way more yeah. time. <laughs> what would you say, like decades at least? I mean, I think at one point they said that it took him twenty years to cross the desert. Um, so, but in that one, it doesn't seem he's, like he's he got times when he, you know what I mean? When he restarts, would you rather not know or no? Uh, he, he knew everything the moment before, right, the moment before he, restarted. he went through and started all yeah. over again. But when he restarts, he doesn't know. I, I would. Never... Yeah. I wouldn't want to know. But then how would you feel in that moment when you oh, didn't like, know, like the moment before that you I, I wouldn't want to know, even in that moment. Like, I would want no time to even realize that I've done all this shit. <laughs> Are you saying, like, keep all shit. your memories? Are you saying, like, keep all your memories of the last 20 years and then repeat it again and keep all those? Or, or So, for him in this particular case, he only remembered that he had done all this before countless times. And he remembered everything from each iteration at the moment right before it started all over. And then he forgot everything once it started over. And, you know, it's weird now that we're talking about that. <laughs> I've never seen this story. Um, well, remember, we went and saw the, what was it, the Gunslinger movie with Matthew McConaughey. Josh did like the idea of the lore behind everything, but obviously they did a horrible um, job of kind of making that movie, even though it had McConaughey after the height of his, you know, Oscar wins and, or in that same time period and Idris Elba. But... Uh, you know, thinking about it, I guess that's a thing that you see, like think about the Matrix, kind of. I mean, it's a little different, but when Neo in part two goes to see and to see the architect and he starts showing like this has happened many, 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 many times. Like And we have gotten exceedingly well yeah. at it. <laughs> would you say so you saw you know, would you say that's life in general though? Like we live I mean, maybe not to the extent where it's like the same exact moment, but it is always the same you know you wake up you go to sleep i mean everybody has a pattern that they right. fall into it's uh, i mean how often do you i mean what times do y'all eat do y'all eat at relatively the same time do y'all okay. eat relatively the same foods on a yeah. regular basis like your birthday obviously falls on the same day every year that's true like do you take a shit right before the podcast starts every time we start the podcast like how many times have we done that Hasn't been I that mean, many times. Yeah. There's been more technical difficulties than dumps for sure. It's true. <laughs> if you had to relive a day, what day would it be? You know, Phil talks about that. He goes like, oh, mm. why couldn't it be a day where, like when I visited the 
the Bahamas or something. Like, why couldn't I relive that day over and over? Yeah, that's a hard one, dude. You can't, God, dude. What? You can't just do one. <laughs> that's what, hard. Dude. What would you do if you had to relive the day where we tried to record this seven times and failed? Like, what would you do if that was the same day you relived? I, well, at least over? on one of them. I, at least on one of them, I would at least break the laptop out of complete frustration just so I could feel better. <laughs> what's, what's you knew? Just like, this fucking sucks. Oh, yeah, dude. that's a good point. I guess, yeah, w- once I knew we were living the same day, like on day three, I would probably be smashing the shit out of the laptop for sure. Smashing it, like just <laughs> go on a rampage on day three once I realized that we're reliving the same morning and day over yeah, dude. I would just keep, I would cancel on y'all over and over again. I'd be like, no, <laughs> we're not doing it today. So, you know, the, the, the whole idea of like this repeating comes from, a, there, there was a story written and it's, I think it's like a short story. Damn, I forgot who wrote it, but like this guy relives the same day and it's like the best day of his life. It's like he gets promoted, he becomes engaged and like, he went, he stops a bank robbery, become, becomes, you know, like gets some notoriety and he hits on a horse that like pays out like a shit ton of money. And he just keeps reliving it and reliving it and reliving it. And he tries to get out of it. And when he changes, th- even like, like what Zach was saying, even the days that he canceled, everything would still happen. Somehow, like he would still get the promotion. Even one time when he like told his boss, a, you know, fuck off, he got the promotion he didn't go see the girl who was proposed to. He gets a letter later that evening. It's like, oh, I got the ring. Yes, I'll marry you. Like, it didn't matter. Those things kept happening over and over again. Like, so then what would you do in that situation, Zach? Like, you had to do the podcast. Like, you couldn't not do the podcast. Like, what would you do then? You couldn't cancel. I would just, just wake, wake up. up. Oh, if I couldn't cancel, what do I have any... I, I have no free will over any of the actions. Well, no, I guess he did have free will. It's they just, just me trapped inside my body. Uh, that'd be more like time quake. But yeah, I guess, yeah, I mean, I guess me and Josh would record it. Like, I guess it would be weird. I guess we would still go through it, me and Josh. I mean, I would just like, I would live up to right before the podcast and then blow my brains out right as the podcast starts. <laughs> so I could just have that time. <laughs> And then as soon as you pull the trigger and you 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 pass on, you think you're right in that chair in front of the podcast, trying to start it for the, the sixth time in a row. God, that would be the worst. <laughs> luckily, luckily I had a few hours that day. Like I would just like oh, yeah, fast you. forward to whatever episode I'm watching, like and just continue from there. Yeah, I guess so. What what skill would you learn? Obviously, Phil learned a lot of things, dude. Ice sculpting, piano. Um, learn how to speak French. Um, he, yeah, he, he became a doctor. I would, um, I would go with a, with another instrument for sure. I would probably pick up piano. I would try and learn how to like completely turn off my consciousness. So Ooh, I wouldn't Nirvana. have to like live throughout the day. Nirvana. Yeah. Nirvana. Yeah. Just Zach's just meditating. Like he literally becomes the Buddha. <laughs> While being able to like talk, like I'd want to do, oh, okay. like split my mind. You want to be like uh, Spider Man and 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 uh, No Way Home or whatever when he gets kicked out of his body. Pretty much, that would be nice. That way, I can just like not. I could do the podcast and then also be like 
Uh, you know, I would think I I would read a lot. Imagine everything you could read, like just read. you'd be limited, like by well, if you were saying you know and, you only had up until the podcast or something. Well, no, I'm saying now it's just if it's just you a, had an hour. It's just a regular day, like you're whole reliving, day. yeah. Um, where you kind of had like Phil, where he kind of had the ability to do whatever, right? Like some days he didn't even like, or what was it like the fourth or fifth day he didn't even go record the the news what if you were what if it was the last day what if you got to relive the last day of humanity over and over and over again and at the end of it everybody died Mm. and it just started over but you had the choice to let it all end and finally like go past it like you have the option to leave but afterwards there's nothing so kind of like just you. Kind of like you're just dead. everything's dead. You're dead too. Kind of, kind of like the movie, somewhat like the 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 map of tiny little things, where it was the 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 mm-hmm. girl protagonist was really the one who was like made the choice to move forward. Um, I don't know, man. That would be hard. Like, but I guess it wouldn't be because you know it's the last day of humanity. So there's nothing that like you're not going to survive that day, anyways. So. I think I would move past it after a time, but it'd probably be like a good hundred years before I did it. Uh, maybe, maybe a yeah. hundred years. Just go fishing every day. Just go fishing every day on the last day of a uh, of D-Day, whatever you call it. Doomsday day Armageddon. Go fishing. Yeah, Armageddon. Go fishing. Go go golfing. Drive. Just work on your drives. So, oh like, yeah, I, I think I'm ready to die. I guess there's no way. I, I was thinking, is there a way that you could? try to de- develop the technology that you need to fly off the planet and live in outer space. But I mean, I, I, I think that would be, I mean, you could probably come up with the conceptual idea eventually and figure it out, but then how are you going to do that in 24 hours? Like, or how, go well, actually, I guess Phil, yeah, he lives 24 hours. Well, even if you like got off the planet, how do you, um, Oh, cause you go back to living that day. off the planet. <laughs> yeah. You go back to living on that day. Oh, that would be some frustrating shit. Like us trying to record this podcast twenty thousand times. Um, I, I can see why Zach is not very fond of this episode. You know, <laughs> you, if you develop the technology to get off the planet, but guess what? It doesn't fucking matter. You're going right back to the beginning, son. Oh, that would suck, dude. <laughs> but hey, you know that well, movie. I mean, you I'll... could let it end. What's that? You could let it end and move past at that point. But like, yeah, at that point, go once yeah, you're off you the planet, could just... like. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Go right. I guess you would have to if you can reach it in time without dying of old age. I guess I was about to say that's what you would need to do. You would have to find a way to even slow down the one day you're living even further, like a some kind of black hole technology, so that that way, maybe you yeah. find a way to get everybody off the planet. But then again, you go back to day one. But it, yeah, so. But, you know, it's funny, we, we were talking about a minute ago, the map of tiny little things. I don't think jo- Josh had seen it, but I know Zach has. You know, they said that that was a premise that they initially in the script for Groundhog Day that supposedly um, Rita was supposed to, like, you find out that Rita was living the same day over and over again as well. Um, I think that was, like, in the original script. So uh, I found that interesting, um, you know, when 
so would they share the same day then or they would have their own day with their own phil and their own rita you know what i mean well no i think that's how they like in the movie like the original script or the original story idea was they discover that they were like at the end like they had both been reliving the same day over and over again so it was like they were living the like so in the, the map of tiny little things that's what it is it's these two two teenagers who are like first it starts with the the guy teenagers like reliving the same day over and over again and finally one day a girl who's not in the normal you know timeline like that you know that he's lived how, however many times she like comes in and does something of her own free will that wasn't like at, at a place that he had always been like hundreds of times and that's when he finds out she's reliving the same day over and over again so they kind of become friends and stuff um and then like that's what we were saying earlier she was the one that couldn't move past that day and unbreak the cycle somehow it was it started because of her and he somehow got caught in the loop as well hey watch that. that's all it's amazon prime it's, it's it's a good movie i liked it you know um what and i you know what other i guess palm springs have you seen that one josh i don't think so it's another good one i think zach's seen that one right yeah it's a good one same thing like was he at a wedding party or something i have the logistics behind it are weirder but yeah he's it's basically he's at a party and earthquake happens opens up a portal and he gets trapped in a time loop yeah and that so yeah i mean there's so many movies that kind of you know play this i'm sure there's a lot more it'd be interesting to watch like a foreign one you know like a japanese version or you know something like that i wonder what that would look like I feel like they're, yeah. Do they have any? I'm pretty sure they have live action ones. I know that there's a lot of anime recently that are, that have that same premise. You know, it's just like, oh, they, they die, they relive all over again. I think there's one that's like night, it's like a skull knight or something. I don't know what it is. It's like a, it's like a skeleton, some shit. It's not Overlord, it's something else. But like, he, he's trying to protect this one person. He, he lives forever, or it doesn't live forever, but he's, he's immortal until like he, somehow dies gets broken into pieces and then goes back and relives everything hmm. but uh i think wasn't re-zero like that or was that uh zach yeah re-zero is like that yeah he 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 there's like checkpoints so it's like maybe four day span in the four day span something happens that kills him he has to figure it out or stop whatever event takes place that also kills him and if he dies it starts over and he keeps trying to figure it out until he eventually can like get past that point. It's basically like a checkpoint in his life. So like a video game almost, but in real life you hit a checkpoint. Yeah. And so if anything goes wrong, you go back to that checkpoint pretty much, except, you know, you die horribly and it's super painful. Yeah. That would be the Damn. thing like That's filled. Right. What, like it, I think it said he, if you counted it, like he said, he's been like shot, stabbed, electrocuted, blown up i think it was like eight or nine times like would you think it would get easier to kill yourself or or die like i'm like she what zach was just saying like it's it's still gonna be painful right like you're gonna feel that but like would it get easier like the fifth sixth time like oh i know i'm just gonna come back tomorrow even though i'm gonna go through a lot of pain right now no well andy sandberg and uh the other movie i forget what it's called palm springs paradise palm springs um he's like yeah no it starts over but pain's pretty fucking real so you know 
like he took off his seatbelt whenever they were going to crash into oncoming traffic. And he's like, I'm just going to die as quickly as possible because pain's fucking real. You'll be here if you fucking survive this in pain until you fucking start the day over. And it wasn't that a scene like they take like they take him or something to. Oh, I'm thinking of uh, the Tom Cruise movie. There's a scene like that. Well, what's it called? The Edge of Tomorrow or the. Was they live Live, free, die die hard or something? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Live, die, repeat. Yeah, live, die, repeat that. Yeah, no, I guess that's true. Pain would be real. Um, damn. But, Jesus, yeah. No, I'm thinking about now. I'm like, damn, I'm thinking about all the things he said he did. Like, <laughs> dropping, jumping off the building. Like, all, that That would be a bitch. But I guess it's an interesting perspective to have after, you, like, you know, once he got past, you know, when he moved on, it's like, Damn, bro, I've I've experienced a lot of things. Um, th- that would just be an interesting perspective to have, but um, you know, but fall damage isn't real, so that doesn't you know he didn't really die when he jumped off the building. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that's what people think when they're like say that like there's no fall damage, like you're just gonna like wake up back where you were at when you fall? I that. There's a whole nother fucking bag of worms. Like, I I don't even I don't know, know what they're from. thinking. Yeah. Like, I, who was it? I thought you were the one. Some, like, one of y'all told me it. Like some, some about like how people don't believe that, and like one of the people that didn't believe it like died like falling out of like something. Or, like, hey, something. Well, maybe they didn't <laughs> die. Maybe like the fucking program they like glitched out of the program and they just disappeared. And now just the, the software is like, oh, they they're dead. But they're not really dead. They just like fell into like a unpixelated, undeveloped area of the of the system. Wow. I guess those are the same people that say there's no. He glitched out. There's no such like birds aren't real. They're their cameras. Like I guess that's the whole same. I know school of thought, right? (laughs) That or the people that don't believe in God. Like what kind of psychopath doesn't believe that there's a God? Am I right? Like created the whole universe. I was like, there's a subreddit called the with the fridge light and these people like literally post nothing but their fridge light believing that there's they're saving their their save point or some shit what weird weird as fuck man yeah dude it's weird i'm pretty sure it's called the fridge light or some shit like that that's that's hilarious people believe weird things man no for sure that's why phil connor's believed he was not the god a god you know I think that's an interesting scene when he's kind of saying, maybe that's what God is. Maybe he's just been around so long and like relived the thing all over again. Like, you know, he, it looks like he is a God, but it would be nice to stuff my face at that table with all that stuff. I know Zach would probably enjoy that on his cheat day, knowing that Mm -hmm. you're going to go back to the beginning and all that food you ate didn't, it didn't, didn't affect anything. You could just gorge yourself for breakfast no 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 shits no feeling like my blood pressure or my blood's pumping because i have too much salt in my system good stuff man dude that's that sounds like a lot you you really monitor your body what are you uh robert pattison from that one movie where he's in the limo all the time and the futuristic cosmopolis yes (laughs) he's getting like all kinds of blood work every day cancer screenings i mean when you're used to having like a very regimented life and how you eat uh, even like the slightest like deviation, you feel a lot of what you did, even though it's like barely anything. It's like, oh, I had two pieces of pizza. You feel like shit afterwards. So funny wise, what what parts of the movies do y'all you know find the most funny? 
Because, I mean, yeah, it, it is more of a, I guess, it's an existential, like, romance comedy movie. So, you know, you know, when I think about when I watch it, like, it's one of my favorites. It, it gives me that comfort that, you know, Josh or, or Zach, I think, was saying when he watched Kung Pao, how it was just, it reminded him of being younger and he would just fall asleep because he was just so comfortable. Like, this movie is so comfortable for me. But when I think about some of the other movies we've seen comedy-wise, like, you know, it, it's not necessarily as fast-paced all the time with the comedy, but it, it is, you know, it does have its funny moments. I, I always love the Ned Ryerson moments, especially um, Josh was talking about this the other day, especially when, uh, you know, he hugs him for a really long time and plays that up, and Ned's, Ned doesn't <laughs> want any part of that. Yeah. So what do you, what about you guys? Uh, one of my favorite parts is whenever uh, he's in the room watching Jeopardy with all the old folks and he's literally, he knows every answer because he's <laughs> seen the episode God knows how long and he's literally just blowing their minds and then literally just says, <laughs> says the answer before the question is even asked. <laughs> and that, that lady who, uh, who runs the bread and breakfast who he had, who he had kissed after like, what was it? Day three, like early on, like, she's just so amazed. She's like, she's like, Oh yeah. wow. <laughs> and he does the way he does it. So nonchalant. He like, he's eating popcorn. He just kind of turns her way and says the answer. And she's like, Oh my, like, I think she got it. And then that, uh, the, and then the greeter guy where he like kisses him on that cheek and he's like, chow. And then he's like, yeah, he's like he was just so shocked. You know? But wasn't that after, uh, that's when like, he steps right out of the hotel, like out of his room. Right. And he runs into that guy. Oh yeah. But does, yeah. is that, is that yeah. also when he was like, he does a whole poem or something about hope, you know, springs eternal hope or whatever. And he just like quotes this verse <laughs> of a poem and he's like, chow. And he's like, what? chow. Yeah. You're like, he's like, so, so chow. happy. He's like, I think like his mind was blown by the poem and then just like, well, that guy always did really well in all those scenes too. Right. Like he, you know, every time it was just when he interacted with him, I I think he just kind of sold whatever he was like, what was going on. Like, he's like, do you think we're going to have an early spring? And I think this is like the first time or second time he does. uh, I think spring will fall on March 21st and he like blows past him. He goes, Oh wait, I, I think that actually is the first day of spring or whatever the guy, the guy said. <laughs> so yeah, it's stuff like that that definitely makes the movie like really kind of funny. Um, it's, it's it's that small town vibe, you know. They're not because he's not rough around the edges. I mean, like like Phil, where he lives in the town where everyone's got to have right. rough edges, you know. And he gets a little softened, but it's yeah. still kind of there at times, right? You know, the thing you know, you're talking about the small town, like when Dolores, the the waitress is walking up to get change from the two, the two old security guards picking up the money. And he's like, you know, he's counting. He's like, gust of wind, dog bark. And he counts it down. He's like, oh yeah. He go, and he goes, <laughs> it's Dolores is walking and fixing the bra. And he's like, that's right. Fix the bra, Dolores. And then he just walks and grabs the money. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is so fun. How many times do you think he watched that? Like at least like a hundred yeah. times where he started like, yeah, dude, I would say God, it would take dude. a while to like get every little nuance down. Like he did, you know, just to know exactly when the dog's going to bark, the <laughs> gust of wind, yeah. all of that. Um, but that's kind of funny. Cause that goes in the next scene where we kind of were talking about it a little bit earlier today, but then he drives up in a Bentley to, uh, to the movie theater and he's dressed, he kind of dressed like uh, the man with no name from, you know, the, the Fistful of Dollars trilogy. Like, then he, he's got yeah. that whole 
poncho and whatever. And she like calls him Phil and he's like, what did he say? Call me Buck or something? Buckaroo? I forgot. It was some weird day. <laughs> something. And he sees Nancy, the first girl he had hooked up with when, when he, so I think that's the thing. You have two feels basically throughout the movie, right? You have good feel and bad feel. Like, so yeah, <laughs> I think this one's kind of medium. I guess it's a bad feel. Like he robbed, he robbed the security guards and, you know, he, he sees his ex, that, that Nancy, and he's like, Nancy? And she looks at him like she doesn't know him. And then he goes, that's my fiance. doesn't even remember me. Like, just smoking a cigar. <laughs> and the girl's wearing a maid outfit. Like, when she did say, oh, I thought we were going to a costume party. Um, but, yeah, the, I mean, yeah, I guess, you know, it's, it's it, you know, I think because of me, I've seen it so many times. I'm like, oh, is this funny throughout? Or, you know, um, you know, what am I missing? So, Zach, any thoughts? I mean, it's just all around funny because of the way Bill Murray executes. Like, I think if anybody else were in that role, it wouldn't have landed as well as it did. Yeah. No, I think, yeah, you're probably right. Like, I don't I, I don't even know who. Oh, you know, what? I, I want to say I think they try to offer it to like Tom Hanks. Um, if I remember correctly, mm. like reading through stuff. And I think the reason he didn't is like, cause he knew the movie wouldn't be as good to Zach's point. Like I think Bill Murray is the only guy I could play it off. Cause like Tom Hanks. And I think if I remember, he didn't take it because he just knew that people knew he, he was going to end up as the good. Cause he, had, he plays that role. He's like the good guy at the end of the movie, no matter where he starts. So they just figured he figured like the movie would suffer because if they saw Tom Hanks, they would just know, oh, he's just being a dick right now. And then he'll be, you know, he'll turn good at the end of the movie. So, you know, it's not as much of a payoff, maybe. Like, if you had an actor like that. I was going to say, uh, like, we should just make a skit about uh, someone playing Tom Hanks in the world of uh, oh. <laughs> of, uh, of Groundhog Day. And, ha- and imitate what Tom Hanks would do throughout, you know, making it like a short, like, not even... Or like a minute and a half like skit you know right it's like going through all the major scenes and how tom hanks would react or yeah that would be funny that would be funny. or maybe he's ned ryerson's boss oh the tom hanks character ned right oh <laughs> the life insurance yeah. and everything so like especially that last that last day that he relives before he moves on it's like ned ryerson's telling tom hanks man phil connor's bought all this insurance he bought this short term long term you know he was super excited in the in the hallway there, the foyer uh, in that last scene before, you know, he finally breaks through to the next day. So I know that uh, Harold Ramis, who, you know, obviously wrote the script, uh, was one of the, the screenplay credits. And I think David Rubin was the other guy. But, you know, I think like Ramis and Bill Murray, like pretty much after this movie, never talked again until Ramis was on his deathbed. I guess they had a falling out. I guess the, the shooting was very rough. Bill Murray was going through a divorce. And so like, I think that's why he seems so miserable at times in the movie, like, especially during the scenes where he kind of just feels like he's giving up. Like, did you feel like those scenes feeling like, it seems like he's really hating life and just giving up on life at, at, you know, some of those scenes. So when he starts like killing himself and stuff. Yeah. I mean, definitely it, it, he did sell the, I feel miserable. Uh, this is repeating over and over again. What's the point in living? You know, like he definitely, I didn't know about that. He was going in the middle of a divorce yeah. and, uh, during this yeah. film. So yeah, that would, he really did sell it. I mean, it felt yeah, real. I wouldn't know? doubt he was tapping into some real, like what you're saying, those emotions. Like, it, 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 yeah. You definitely feel it. You're just like, 
Damn, dude, I definitely, yeah, I would probably hit that same. I think that's the thing. Like every, the way they wrote it and directed it and the way he acted it, it's just, it feels like you go, you're, you feel like you would be going through those same stages. Like, you know, cause like when they leave the, with Gus and Ralph, and they get in the car and Bill Murray's driving and he goes, what would you guys do if you, you know, there were no consequences? They're like, you know, he's listing everything off. He's like, oh yeah, that's right. And like, he like starts, the police start chasing him. He's like, you feel that you're like, oh yeah, I guess at that point I would realize, oh, I, I have lived three days in a row. Like there's no, con like whatever happens tonight, nothing's, you know, gonna, there's not going to be any repercussions. I think he asked the lady that runs the BNB that in the morning, he's like, was there any tall gentleman with a badge, a billy club or what, a gun or whatever come looking for me? She goes, no. He's like, oh, will they be? He's like, probably not. And he just like leaves. <laughs> uh, oh, you know, one thing in that scene I think about, it, that scene makes me think of a 40 year old virgin when they're in the car because the guy, they get in, he goes, let's get some flapjacks. Like he's all drunk. And it, and then it makes me think of the 40 year old virgin when they're, he's driving the car for the really drunk girl. And he, she's like, let's get some fucking French toast. So I was like, <laughs> and I just realized that like the other day I was rewatching this right for the podcast. And I was like, Oh dude, that's what's up with these like, sweet breakfast items while you're drunk driving in a car to move it something about like late night breakfast hits man because i remember when we were doing D D when i was at home depot man we would all go over there and then we would we would either get drunk or high and then we're like bro let's go to denny's <laughs> <laughs> it was the best dude yeah dude i have killed many of denny's in my days especially in the military but even when you mean me and zach used to work with this guy good buddy of mine but like every time we would go out too, it was like we ended up at a Denny's and there were like these little French toast sticks I would always get. Like they were just so delicious. Uh, or no, no, they were French. Like it was like a ball actually, like a little hush puppy, but it was like French toast or something. Bro, they were so good. And they, like to your point, they just hit. Like you're you're just buzz as hell. And you're like, oh, I'm going to eat this sugar, yeah. man. I'm going to get some more sugar in my body. Um, which is... Yeah, then feel like shit yeah, in the morning. exactly. <laughs> That's why I look the way I look. And Zach, you know, he's <laughs> he looks the way he looks. My lifestyle is my retirement. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would say I mean, that best sums up my lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I have no retirement, so I'm just living life how I like, even though it'll kill me. Even worse, down the line as I get yeah. older. You know? No, that's, that's funny, yeah. Eat yourself into a deathbed real good. <laughs> so, Zach, thoughts. Which one is your favorite time loop movie? I would have to say Groundhog Day because it's just really popularized the genre. Yeah, I mean, I really like Palm Springs. I mean, I've only saw it once, but I like the whole J.K. Simmons character in that. Um, he's freaking hilarious. Um, oh, J.K. Simmons is in yeah. that movie? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. No, I mean it's fun. It's it seems like, I mean, if you put them up against each other, one's more relevant. Um, but you know, both are good. We should do a time loop movie of like a a, a, a like a teenage boy who has to go to church again. It's Sunday. He's got to relive the Sunday, and he goes to church like two times a day. <laughs> and like all the shenanigans no. he gets into, because it's like 
I mean, that is a good idea, but I say no because I... You've relived that day too many times. I've been there. Why the fuck did we go to church twice a day? Like, I feel like it was <laughs> designed for, like, people who couldn't make it in the morning so you could make it at right. night. Why that the fuck were people going twice? For. Yeah, no, for sure. Well, and then, and then think about us. We were also going on Wednesday night, and then there was a time we would go to, like, Tuesday night prayer meeting, and there was a time where, like, youth service was on stupid. Friday night, so I was going to church in my early teens, one, two, three, five times in a week, five times, same amount of times I would it's go to brainwashing. school. Brainwashing. That's just too much. It's fucking brainwashing is what it is. It's like, Oh, I don't have time. I don't have time to do anything else and think about anything else. I'm just thinking about all the things that I fucking send about like, Oh God, I, I jacked off <laughs> going to hell. Could you, could you, would you confess that if you were Catholic to the priest? Forgive me, Father, for I have spilled my seed. <laughs> oh, man. I, I will say that uh, I have been to church really, really, really buzzed, probably drunk. And <laughs> at one time on a Sunday night service, I smoked a fatty blunt in the parking lot and went into church. And the pastor came up to me, what? well, t- to my friend. And try to get him to sit at the front, and I was super paranoid because I was like, "Oh shit, he knows I'm high." Like, I was oh so baked, dude. I was like, "Oh god!" I just kept looking straight. I didn't even try to make eye contact, not even peripheral eye contact. I was just like straightforward. <laughs> I was like, god, don't talk to me. Dude. What better way to get close to God, bro, than being then high? They start noticing this guy's not. Paying <laughs> like, What's wrong with this kid? It's like that video. Have y'all seen where the they're interrogating a guy who killed somebody and for like two hours or four hours straight, like they sped up the video and the dude like didn't move an inch. Really? Oh yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. I saw and that. Was he dead or? No, no. He was no. just fucking, he killed somebody and he's trying to like hide it by overcompensating, uh, by not like trying to give away anything. And so it's like, Oh, that's, that's strange. You should at least move a yeah. little bit. If someone stands stiff for like four hours, I'm going to be like, do you what? Are you on drugs? What are you hiding? Do you have drugs stuffed up your ass right now? Like, what is going on? You haven't been oh, an inch in four hours. Do y'all remember when mom used to like pray for us, like at like five or six in the morning, and she would like literally open the door, speaking in tongues, okay, like as loud as she could, waking you up, and you had school in the morning. I know. I never experienced that. <laughs> My mom's dude, a psychopath, dude. Zach, you remember that, Zach? Yeah, dude, I remember all kinds of shit, dude. Like, That's insane, dude. I did not know that. It was insane. Probably because y'all were jerking off the night before she heard it and wanted to come. <laughs> I mean, I recall one time Junior being like, I bet you can't even say Jesus Lord right now to me. And I was like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the context? I'm confused. I don't remember that. I was, I was acting up and he got mad and he threw me against the wall and he was like, I bet you can't even say Jesus Christ is Lord right now. And I look at him. I'm like, are you stupid? <laughs> uh, yeah. You were like, like he was acting like, like I was possessed. 13, I, think. I was like, dude, you're really drinking the Kool-Aid right now. Like, <laughs> wow, bro. Is this, is this why, is this why you're always angry at me, bro? We finally hash it all out here. <laughs> on the I family mean, podcast. Of, of all, of all the things, like the time that you yelled at Josh, you think about the most, but man, you should be thinking about this one. This is the one that, you know, <laughs> stuck with me, bro. Well, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> 
I was drinking the Kool-Aid. It's forgiven. Bro. It's under the blood of Christ, I was drinking bro. the Kool-Aid. The blood you, can't, of Christ. you can't blame me because I was the Lord empowered me to do that. <laughs> he did. He put his hands in you and he was acting through you, bro. He put his hand in me. How did it? <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, that's a visual. I just can't get out of my head now, bro. Because I just see him putting the hand up my ass. Like, just. <laughs> <laughs> How's that feel? How's that feel? Like Kermit the Frog, yes, you're just a puppet. Yes, oh, Jesus. Dude, I mean, the stuff we did for that fucking religion, dude, is just insane. Yeah. I remember, like, mom, there was something going on. And one time, I was like 14 or 15, I was smoking cigarettes with the other kids because we were the bad kids. And, like, afterwards, mom's like, are you smoking? can't believe this and doing all this stuff and i'm like i'm sorry i didn't mean to and she's like well you're praying through with me so i have to go and pray for fucking hour just trying to fucking absolve myself i guess and i was just like you know i'm just gonna do whatever the fuck i want i just don't want to get grounded can you chill so no conversation about you know lung cancer and things of that nature no you just had to go no 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 smoking is evil in a sin and I assume the sin is because, you know, this is God's temple. It's not your body. It's God's mm. body. And whenever you do any harm to it, which don't mind, you know, going to get a fucking water burger that's destroying <laughs> your arteries and most likely going to cause colon cancer. Like, forget about that. Right. The cigarette's the problem. Dude, that's such a good point, especially considering, like, after every service we were out eating. Right? Like, yeah. And just... It's fast food or, you know, even, you know, more, I would call fast food restaurants, Chili's, Friday's, you know, Taco Cabana, Whataburger, like just, it was always eating. Anytime you went to church and you ate afterwards. So yeah, that's a good point. Like, no, you can't smoke a cigarette out the church, but let's go load up on cholesterol. Bro, y'all remember Bennigan's? Oh, dude, Bennigan's, Bennigan's, the Monte Cristo slap, dude. Bro, nope. put that, that, that jam shit on was that good. shit, bro. <laughs> that shit was good. We imagine all the cholesterol in that shit. Oh yeah, dude, shit was deep fried, dude. <laughs> I would hammer a Monte Cristo right now for Benigan's, like just devour it. Yeah, dude. I mean, I would have one. That would be good. But we should go on a. Yeah. I miss we, that. We, if we ever take the podcast on the road, we got to go to where there's like a place where there's a Benigan's. And we'll literally host the podcast. I don't think there are one. any Bennigans anymore, bro. They, I only see them in airports, and they're like they're called Bennigans Express or whatever. Um, so I mean, I think the last one I saw was in St. Louis. I thought maybe I had a layover there, and I went in there, and I don't even think they had Monte Cristos on the menu. Uh, they relaunched their forty-year-old American brand in a format that will excite both consumers and investors oh. alike. What did they get rid of the Irish thing yeah. or something? So there's one in Metamoros down in either Mexico oh, or the Valley. Okay. And then there's a Bennigan's of Monahans, Texas. Hmm? Where the hell is Monahans? Monahans. It's like up in the pan. Oh, okay. Like weird. That's so f- and those are the only ones in Texas. <laughs> dude. Wow, dude. They really so downsized a do lot. i hear a road trip they're like to the, the two most random places <laughs> like no ma- major metropolitan areas just so man. here's yeah let's let's do it panhandle 
I was about to say, here's here's the movie we ride, the time loop. We it's we took a road trip to go eat a Bennigan's in the panhandle, and then like some natural disaster keeps us there at like the next day after we wake up and we just we're in the panhandle for you know, we're eating Bennigan's every day for like a thousand years. Like I'm tired of this Monte Cristo. <laughs> Would you ever say that? Fuck this chair. Could you ever say that? Probably after like, yeah. I mean, I would say probably I, after I, like a week. The worst I'd would be done. like every day you go and you eat it or it starts right after you eat it, oh. but you got food poisoning from it. And <laughs> oh. you have like the worst shit right after. You know, it's, it's both ends. It's coming out both ends type of food poisoning that that that's just why the fuck am i repeating this day like this is a nightmare yeah that that oh god did i ever tell you zach that mom made me it was the first day of school i remember i got food poisoning because because it was mom's birthday and we went to some seafood place and i got i didn't know i had food poisoning because it was like like i've never had it this bad before because I was going out of both ends i was throwing up mom's like yeah just eat some crackers and sprite (laughs) and i'm like what and I'm over here first day of school, <laughs> literally just like dry heaving, dude, because I had nothing in me and just water out of both one end and then nothing out of one end because I'm literally dry heaving. I was cramping, dude. Like it was the mom, worst. Mom was like this close to like being one of those people you hear about on the news where it's like, oh, mother dude, neglects child that dies from dehydration and food poisoning. Right. <laughs> we should make fake news articles about near misses of, of us of our lives, but like is like negligent mother forgets <laughs> to feed her kids or some stupid shit like that. I mean, mom had a lot of close calls. Oh absolutely. Well that's I think that's why that one stand up who was it? I don't know if it was Chris I think I want to say it's Chris Rock, but he does a whole bit about like our parents didn't take us to the doctor. They were just like, You better take some tussin take some Robitussin out of Robitussin add some water more Tussin like that's, so, well, that's why I laughed so hard at that to get to Zach's point it was I it was rare that I went to the doctor when I was sick as a kid or a teenager um I think maybe only two times in my life that I I remember um they did I did go to the emergency room when I was like three or four I had some kind of respiratory issue but I mean I was too young to kind of remember that but yeah Hundred percent, you know. In another in another world, we have uh, we have died many deaths. In other timelines, we we are no longer here. Yeah, it's, me and Zach were supposed to die a long time ago. Whenever we were eating uh, pills out of the <laughs> the pill cabinet, because we because they were tasty, they were like sour or something, and we just kept on yeah, eating. Yeah, dude, them. I remember y'all brought that up in one of the other uh, podcast recordings. And I was like, I was like, wait, what? Y'all ate medicine? <laughs> No. It could have right. been vitamins. That's probably why we're still alive with we, all our we, we should have never been left alone the way we were. I was using matches oh. and fucking hairspray <laughs> bottles to fucking burn Bro, army we used to burn men. Legos. Yeah, I feel like I might and have accidentally showed y'all that as a kids, or y'all might probably. Did you? Well, because me and my yeah, somebody yeah, showed, Zach showed us. Me. Yes. Zach showed me, so Zach probably got it from you. Well, or it's not like I showed J- Zach. It's not like I did a, a master class or something. But <laughs> I think he saw me and my buddies doing it when he was a kid, and he just was like, <laughs> "Oh, he just he went from there." I mean, it's a simple concept, but aerosol can and a match and you spray. Uh, I mean, it's also on the can that says, "Do, it, do yeah. not put you know a lit match in front of this." Oh God! 
Yeah, dude, we still we we could have probably burnt that whole house down, dude. Probably would have been better if we had, dude. Dude, uh, yeah, there probably there's so many things like Jesus, like what were we like? What was? Yeah, we burned shit in the sink, man. Like we burned the Legos, Legos to, to yeah, dude. Like the whole place should have been on fire, to be honest. Dude, I remember one time me and my buddies busted out somebody's Camaro back window with like rocks by accident. Like we were just throwing. We were uh, the game was again. It's the stupid. I was like fourteen, fifteen. It's always sunny, bro. It's where it's like the poor people's game. You remember the episode <laughs> yeah. where they went to yes. the pool and they're like, "What? You never played throw rocks at each other?" <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's what this game was. It wasn't at each other, but we we're like, "Let's see how close we can get to hitting that Camaro over there without hitting it." And finally, <laughs> the house was like four driveways down from us on the same street. And so we're just throwing it, we're throwing it. And one of us throws it and he's like, oh shit. And you could tell by the way, the trajectory, like, oh shit, that's going to hit the car. And it just like hits the window and the window just explodes, bro. <laughs> and it was like one of those moments that it seemed like time stood still when the rock was hitting the glass. <laughs> Cause you knew this is could go bad, and we're like, "Oh shit!" So we all go in the house. Next thing you know, mom shows up from work, and like the guy's out there, and he's coming and he's questioning people, and he said, like, because someone said, "Oh yeah, they said there's there was a couple of guys that threw the like somebody saw that a witness. It was the craziest thing. A witness saw a couple guys running away, and so he thought it was us. And he comes in there, and Julia, Julia's like, "No, it wasn't them. They were in the house. I saw it was some other guy." And I I asked Julia about this years later. She goes, I don't remember that. And I'm like, yeah, obviously I, I shouldn't be asking you to do that. But so I just don't ever know if she was lying for me or maybe she just didn't really see us. Like she just saw guys running away and didn't realize it was me and my buddies. But um, yeah, I mean, that just talks bad. to the stupid shit that we did being unsupervised. Uh, and I was supposed to be Bro, watching like, at that time. Like y'all are like at eight years old or something i remember like leaving the house while michelle or julia weren't paying attention and just like walking oh, around the neighborhood yes. i'd walk out to the front part like where the mailbox was and like walk around that street picking at like grass and flowers and shit and just being like da, 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 da. and Jesus. i just like did whatever i fucking wanted back then dude i think you were six or seven i think because i was still there but yeah, i, I was wasn't young. at the house and i showed up and the girls are hysterical. They're like, dude, jo Zach is gone. I'm like, what? And I think, like, the wasn't the babysitter found there was you? Another, that was another time. No, oh, there, there was, was another, another time where I just, like, there was another time where I just left and walked over to the babysitter's oh, house. Oh, that's the like, time I, I remember. Yeah, I was like, can I watch Pinocchio? <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's funny. Oh, uh, dude, one time I tried to hide under the, the trundle bed. Because I was didn't want to go to school, and I acted like I opened the door. And I was like, "Bye, mom!" And I guess I oversold the acting, <laughs> and I went and hid under the trundle. And mom like comes in the room, and she's like, "Jr." And I'm like, "What the fuck?" And I'm trying not to breathe. I'm trying to be like that guy Zach said earlier, "Don't move." And she pulls the trundle out, looks, and there I am. And she goes, "Oh, you're not going to go to school today?" And she left me. She left me. She made me babysit y'all. That's why I was trying to hide. Because I knew she would let me stay home if I wanted to, but then I would have to like babysit y'all. But I was just trying to like be on my own that day, and I was like, "All right, whatever." I mean, at the end of the day, I, when she said that, I was like, "Yeah, fuck it. At least I don't have to go to school." So y'all didn't go to the babysitter that day. God knows what we did that day. Just probably sat around watching TV and movies, doing nothing, uh, which was always the greatest. Yep. How are we still alive? <laughs> Unfortunately, we're still alive. Maybe it's uh, 
Maybe we'll, maybe it'll be like the Dark Tower. We'll get to the end and we'll realize we really live this like thousands of different times and like different times we lost one of us or we all three of us got lost or all five of us. Like, you know what I mean? We're like, oh shit. All those things that we used to talk about actually happened in a different life and I never even knew. So there's this thing called quantum immortality, I believe it's called. And it's the whole like basically many worlds, like if when a photon gets split, like one world collapses and the other one, you know, like basically they split, they basically split. So in it, it's like you basically, if you flip, like if, if you kill yourself in one, the other one would live. And so basically you could live for forever because of the world splitting. Like, would you do that? Well, isn't that, isn't there a way to like prove a theoretical way to prove that you're immortal by having like a randomized spinner with a certain amount of slots to choose. And one of the slots is to kill yourself with like an atomic weapon or something and each time you don't uh hit it you're getting statistically closer to being a god oh really no i've never heard that i don't think anybody's actually tried it <laughs> yeah, it's you can't really set up a music it's a tear pussy yeah. man <laughs> that's what they're doing at cern right now really that's they're literally trying to do the thing that josh zach's talking about but on like a controllable scale and that's how we find immortality and we all become gods in another universe and we're all just Phil Connors. I got to thank, I would like to thank Phil Connors, a God for allowing me to make it through this podcast um, without it crashing. So that was a, I, th- I guess we moved on. I think we, we made it through the groundhog episode. We're not going to relive the start. So I think that is a beautiful story. One I'm glad that we're a part of today. <laughs> I was getting worried at the beginning. I was like, oh shit, here. I, I, I literally, my mindset was going to be like, if I have to restart this, like I'll do it one more time. If I have to do it a third time, I'm just going to say, fuck it, we're not recording. Let's move on about our day. But we made it. And uh, I love it. I love, I love Groundhog Day. I love, I love the, you know, all the comedy movies so far. It's, it's been a, been good it's been good laughs great laughs and uh thank you for uh coming and listening uh this uh podcast is brought to you by listeners uh through you how, how does this is the pbs <laughs> oh, or it's like it's brought to you by the viewers like you oh yeah yes you or something. Sp- uh, yeah uh damn it what is it yeah sponsored by the viewers like you or something like that pbs <laughs> yeah it's like no money. No, we're not making no money. It's all public. It's it's out there. And thank you for listening to whomever is listening. Yes, our fan base is uh, growing slightly but surely, and we we definitely are always appreciative of that. Um, yes. you you make Zach's day when uh, you know you listen and and maybe even give us a heart on Instagram and Twitter. Too true. Too true. Oh yes. Until next time, nerds. Later, movie geeks and freaks. See ya. Yeah, Bing. See you later.